Hi, and welcome to The Big Opening with Christian Foremost. The Big Opening is an open journal podcast about being vulnerable with our feelings and the discovery of our true selves. Hi, I'm Christian Foremost, and for this episode, we will be talking about online dating with Marielle Micaela. Hi, Marielle. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Thanks for um, inviting me here. Of course. So happy to have you. <laughs> so, um, Marielle is actually my high school best friend. So, we've known each other for how long already? Actually, it's been a long time. We've actually known each other for like nine plus years since second year high school. <laughs> I can I, I I refuse to believe that I am that old. <laughs> I feel like I'm still 18 years old. <laughs> but we are. We are unfortunately. Yeah. It's okay. It's part of life. Growing is part of life. So Marielle, um, tell us a bit about yourself. Um about me. Um basically I'm just a basic person. Um I'm 23 years old. Um, I'm your like your corporate, your typical corporate slave. I go to work um, Mondays to Fridays, and um, what I do like to do is um, I like to write. I like to um, watch movies. I like music. Um, and one thing I think one thing interesting about me is um, I don't know. <laughs> I can like do this. <laughs> With my with my eyes. Um, this is a like, Marielle, this is a podcast. People can't see what you're doing. <laughs> so you can describe I know. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm describing it like I know. Um I describe it as, you know, cross being crossed eyed. I can do that actually. Ah. So if you can imagine it, um I can actually do that. <laughs> yeah. I think that will help if you film TikTok videos. <laughs> You'll be viral soon. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So I actually know Marielle from high school. We met, she transferred from a different school um, during her second year in high school. And then we met her. Um, I was still closeted, the closeted gay kid in high school. So she was very friendly, um, very full of energy. <laughs> if you know what Bebo uh, means, <laughs> Bebo kid <laughs> in high school. She made friends with everyone. And then we had another friend, um, Ellie. Uh, and then the how how did you meet me? Do you remember how you met me, Marielle? I I this actually a funny story because um Christian was very very shy in high school and as he described, I was a very um a, it was a walking ball of energy and he was like he was the you know the shy kid in class the one who likes to stay alone the one who doesn't want to socialize with other people and I was like I want to be friends with him (laughs) and he was like ignoring me you know I I was thinking did I just force Christian to be my friend because he was ignoring me the first few months of um our second year life (laughs) it was like he was always by himself and I would just drag him to the canteen whenever we would have recess or lunch or just drag him um, when we go out, because you know we take the same GP to um um to go to, to go home. Remember, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> that Christian sounds like a, a snob. I don't like him. <laughs> you shouldn't be friends with him. No, but I agree. Um, during that point, of course, my struggles as a closeted gay kid, I really, and I think drag, <laughs> you just dragged me to places is the appropriate term. <laughs> Because yeah, I would rather be alone and I really didn't talk, right? I didn't talk. And but I really appreciate like um all of the friends that we made in high school. I feel like they just dragged me to places as well. <laughs> But, yeah. Well, that is actually the appropriate you know term for the situation that we made you. We put it. Uh, we put you. So yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think now I'm much more fun to be around, and then super happy that we still get to talk to each other. Um, and I actually do talk right now. I do talk already, <laughs> and I do have some very interesting stuff to share. So, also one of the things that um I wanted to talk about, since you also mentioned that I didn't talk in high school, and um, uh, I didn't really, I was always alone, didn't really socialize much. So of course, I didn't have a love life and all of that. But how about how was your love life in high school? Well, my love life in high school was very much stagnant. I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have a boyfriend back then. I, although I do have crushes, and I do. Oh my god, I didn't know if you know this, but I did remember having a crush on you in second year. Maybe that's why I dragged you to places, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's why I forced you into being my friend. But I don't really know. That's this very vague memory, but I do remember that. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't remember anything anymore. It's another life. <laughs> yeah, but then um of course we're here to talk about online dating. So I think um after schooling, maybe during college, um that's only when we really went on like dates. For me, it wasn't in college, but after work. So that's when I discovered like online dating, and then that's when I started using the online dating apps. What for you? How did you get started in online dating? Oh well, I actually started online dating around 2020 when my um long time a long term boyfriend um broke up with me. I was trying to move on, and they were they were telling me um why don't you try Tinder or Bumble? And I did, and that's when I got sucked into the world of online dating. So yes, that's it. Yeah, for me it was when, uh, in, in work. So I was like, um, you know, when you graduate from college and then you get your first work and then it's so boring. Adult life is so boring, right? I know. <laughs> you work every day and then you wait for the paycheck and then you wait for the next paycheck. <laughs> There's nothing That's going on. True. And to pass the time, I was like, I'm so bored. Let me make lande. <laughs> Now well, is the time. <laughs> Now is the That's time. That's me. For That's me. me. <laughs> yeah, because you know, we. I feel like we wasted so much time in high school and college. We were so young. Right. Uh, <laughs> a lot of things could have happened. <laughs> and now we're stuck with That's dating. It? We're stuck with dating apps now, which we will talk more about soon. But yeah, um, what I liked about dating apps, um, especially as a, a gay man in like the world today, the world today is the world today. 
Yes, they use swipe right, swipe left. And what I liked about that is all of the people there are already gay, right? All of the people there are yes. already gay. All of them want to talk or at least are available to talk because the people in real life, like, it's hard to approach them, especially for me who has, as you mentioned, anxiety and like, I'm a snob. I was a snob before. So <laughs> how would I get people? So I really didn't know if I could ever find love. Char, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Like, how did you like um swiping right, swiping left when you first started online dating app? Well, um, I actually twenty twenty is actually the boom of Bumble, so that's where I signed up for. And what's great about Bumble is that um, they I don't know about Tinder, but what's great about Bumble is that. You you get to message just who you want, right? You don't um like if you if you accidentally matched with this guy and you didn't message him, um he wouldn't be able to message you, and that's what I like about it. Also, um I you know I like the feeling of you. It's like you're in a big menu and you get to choose what you want, and <laughs> I like that. I like that feeling, that freeing feeling that you don't get to be stuck with um, the person that's there, but rather you get to pick and choose who you want and who you, who you don't want. So that, that's something that really, you know, got me sucked into that app as well. Yeah, I guess in real life, I mean, in dating in real life, we're only like limited to the people we work with, the people yes. we go to school with. <laughs> which sometimes um, we don't really have that connection we're looking for. Okay. Uh, but then, and some of them also are not available or open to dating. But then with this app, like people are actually, some people are actually looking, some people are there and they want to talk and there's actually a possibility. So that's good. And also I think you mentioned, so for girls, for Bumble, the girls get to message the guys first, right? Yes. Yes, and they don't get to message you unless you message them first. Yeah, and then you have 24 hours to respond or else yes. um, the profile will expire. So that, that was supposed to encourage um, conversations to start right away, but it also has like um, the tendency to, to <laughs> remove matches and like you don't get to talk at all because they didn't check their messages, something like that. Yes, right. Um, but yeah, for gay guys, um, anyone can message them. Anyone can message oh. each other. Uh, but it's mostly the same. Mostly the same. Maybe let's talk about, maybe later when we discuss online dating more, let's um, talk about how heterosexual Bumble is different from homosexual Bumble. Because... <laughs> It's a great, that that's a great topic, you know. Yes, no, it is. Be interesting. Okay, so I'm moving along some of my questions here. So, could you describe to me what the first people, the first batch of people you met during the app back in 2020? What were they like? Were they nice? What did they say? Um. Oh my God, I have a really funny story about that. Because back in 2020, you know, I was just like swiping right to whoever is there and whoever would 
um, and would like message the people who would message me back when I messaged them. Um, so yes, I met someone there. He was actually a student um, around Manila as well. We decided to meet up in Taf Avenue. There's actually there's a KFC. I don't know if there's still a KFC near La Salle, but there's a KFC there, and we decided to meet up over there and it was actually nice it was very charming it was very funny um he's very sweet but what i didn't what what i didn't like about him and he didn't earn a second date for from me is that when we went to starbucks um the beside that kfc um he let me pay for the coffee like for, for both, both of, of you, us. wow. Yeah, I, I was like, in KFC, I'm okay because we like ordered different different meals. It's okay. I'm okay with um paying for what we ate, right? But in Starbucks, um, back then I was a barista at Starbucks. Um, so he let me pay for the for our coffee, and that was a major turn off. He didn't even um gave me his wallet or whatsoever, and I'm. I know I know this is a very typical issue that um they're saying who should who should pay on a first date. Would it be um spitting the bill or would it be the guy? But like for me, I just want the like, you know, I would just want the yung, yung parang ano ba naman yung mag-aabot man lang siya ng something ng like, oh let me pay and whatsoever. And he didn't even do that. He just let me pay. <laughs> For that one, so it's kind of a major turn off. And he was texting me after that, and like, I think I ghosted him. So wow, we have a ghoster yeah. here. Yeah. Sana all ghoster. I'll give a ghost. <laughs> I never the ghost. I... Yeah, but I can relate. At he should have at least paid for his own drink, right? I know, like, right? Even if he didn't offer, he should have at least just paid for his own drink. Because, because why, why would you, right? why would you make him leave, right? Like, why? I don't even know that guy, right? Yeah. Maybe he just wanted free coffee. <laughs> he just yeah, free and he coffee. was never good. <laughs> That's so sad. He never, he never had free coffee from me because I didn't text him after that. So it's a bit sad. It was very charming, but I just hated that attitude from him. Yeah. Too bad for him, sir. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so for for my first time, I guess when I was like chatting people there, I would, I was I too, I was too excited. I was so excited with my first time. I was like swiping, 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 and then we had a limit, right? For example, for Bumble yes. and Tinder, you have a limit of number of swipes. And I would always finish that in a day. I grew so addicted. And then I was talking to, I think, five people at a time. Like, and like um, hello. And then another conversation. Ha, 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 ha. And another conversation. How are you? How was your day? <laughs> so like five people at a time because I was doing nothing at work. <laughs> ah. <laughs> no, um, to my um, former... <laughs> Workmates. I'm a very good employee, Kaya. I think you can say that naman. Yeah, that was just um that was bad, but yeah. Um for my and then I was I think I was kind the kind of person who would 
try too hard, let's say try too hard at keeping a conversation going. So I, I was a giver. Oh. Let's say I was a giver. And I would be interesting. I would be fun. I could talk about anything. Because what I like about like um, online dating, because you, you talk and chat, right? And yeah. I think at that point, I really wasn't the talker. As you know me from, from before, I really wasn't the talker. So it was more on writing. So I'm a good writer. So <laughs> that's why I um, was good. I'm a good chatter before. So that's why, um, yeah. Because I was always a giver. I, was, I would be the one. They would say, how was your day? And I would reply for like three lines. <laughs> three lines of like interesting stuff. Ganun, just to keep the conversation going. And stuff and then what I didn't like about this and what I also noticed is you give and you give and then they just they just disappear. So like you give and you give which is not good, right? Makes you, you feel say, empty. Yeah, you share so much about yourself and then they're gone. Which is really sad. Which is really sad. And it's okay because I mean, do you even remember the, some of the people that you've matched with or talked with those years, those few years ago? No, right? I know. Don't remember it. Don't even yeah. remember their names. <laughs> yeah, don't even remember their names anymore. But yeah, not all people are like that. I've made a few friends. Have you made any friends from dating apps? No, unfortunately, no. I didn't make uh, make any friends from there. <laughs> I guess um, me and I have a lot of online friends in dating app because people are looking for different things, right? Um, yeah. For example, for you, when you were there, what were you looking for? Well, I was actually looking for a date because, um, as I've mentioned a while ago, um, my boyfriend just broke up with me. I was looking for someone to like to spend time with, like, like to date in general. So maybe that's why I didn't get any friends because I was looking for a partner, <laughs> not a friend. Um, yeah, I guess. And it's also one of the things that I think you'll discuss about later. If online dating apps is really the place to find a relationship, love, or whatnot. Because for me, I've been there for so long. You said you were 2020, right? I was there. 2017. Oh, very long time. Yeah, 2017. But then I was, I'm the type of person who would be there for six months, take a break for six months, um, oh. go back there again for six months. I would be like... I'll delete this forever. I don't need this anymore. I love myself. Something like that <laughs> along the line. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then suddenly I'm like, I'm so lonely. I want to talk to somebody so I'll download it again. So it's always like that. But yeah. Um, and the intention is different, I guess. Before it was also to um, just talk to people, go on dates. And then I guess there was also a point when I'm ready to be in a relationship. I'm looking for a long-term relationship. Something like that. There was, I think, the early this year, that was when I said I was ready to be in a relationship. And because of this pandemic, I can't really look for a relationship in real life, right? So we're stuck with online yes. dating. Especially now. But couldn't go out. We're restricted. 
So I think 2020 was that year. 2021 was that year for me. And then people were douchebags. <laughs> people were douchebags. Men are all trash. So um, <laughs> took a break again. And then it went back again. <laughs> it went back again. But then It's like a cycle for you. It's a cycle for me because nobody wants me. Like, can you explain that? <laughs> no. <laughs> so sad. But yeah, I think my intention now Um, after all the drama, after all everything I've written about online dating apps, which was a lot, <laughs> I've written a lot about online dating. Yeah. <laughs> after all of the drama, now mostly it's just um finding people to talk to during the pandemic. And um, I guess for you, have you used? Do you have the app right now on your phone? Like, have you used it in the pandemic at all? I didn't use um I don't use it. I used it last year in the pandemic to like to like fill the hole that the pandemic has caused that the that the lockdown has caused, you know? Because all of us crave for some uh so for someone's attention, like being locked down inside of your home is not very fun. And you like you like socializing. Uh, you want to socialize, you want to meet people with that because you know the lockdown doesn't let us so I downloaded it during the pandemic, but in the present time, right, like right now, I don't have it again. Maybe it's a cycle for me too. <laughs> like I download it and then I uninstall it and I download it, download it again. So yeah. this is the time that I I deleted it. Oh, maybe next, maybe next week. <laughs> so proud of you. You're so strong. Everybody follow Marielle. She is a hero. <laughs> hero. <laughs> Anyway, ooh, I would like to get into more details. So, for example, for Marielle, what what's the pictures you choose on your profile? And also, do you have like a description there? Do you put like your favorite music? Like, what can I see? Like, um, if I see Marielle in my feed, feed better than feed, which I won't because I'm gay. <laughs> what would I see? Well, um. My, my description is actually want a coffee date question mark that that's it and that's actually a conversation starter all the people that messages me that you know that swipe right they always say tarawen which is something which yeah is I, I like that yes <laughs> right, you should try that it's actually a great conversation starter and from there you, you get to like um build things up and then You know, go go to Starbucks or CBTL or wherever you want, uh, wherever you do compromise with going to. So that's my description. Oh, that's very. And, you're so smart. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you should try it sometime when you try to in- install Bumble again. Yeah, I have Bumble right now, but um, let's say so. I'll describe mine. <laughs> I'll describe mine, and I have a formula. <laughs> formula. Oh. Formula. Let's say okay. So the pictures you choose, you should be mysterious. You should be mysterious. Don't um give everything away. People like it when you look uninterested. Neva. People like it when you look uninterested. So show the pictures that makes you look like you don't care. <laughs> And then if you can show a little skin, show a little skin. 
<laughs> and then for my description, I really because first I think I mentioned um, from before that I was an oversharer, so I give everything yeah. away. But then now, because I learn from my mistakes, right? <laughs> I always learn from my mistakes. <laughs> so now, what it just says there is, "Talk to me." That's all. <laughs> wow, what a very mysterious you know account. Yeah. But I would actually swipe right if I see that on Bumble. Yeah, why not? I know. <laughs> you um don't know if it's effective or not, and I really don't want to let's say give too much of myself anymore to people who could easily just dispose me the next second. If that makes any sense, but yeah. <laughs> So for and if you're a good photographer, which I am not, the uh, people with good feeds, good in IG worthy pictures, so those get swipe right. So if you're good with picture taking or photography, just put your best pictures out there in your profile. Okay, so how are you so far, Marielle? Are you still okay? I am. I'm actually enjoying this uh, our conversation. <laughs> So much fun to talk about dating, right? Not a lot of know, people right? talk about it. But it's a part of life, you know? And we should be as malandi as we want to be. <laughs> Especially now, we're on, we're on our peak. Uh, 23, 24 age is a peak of someone, right? So we should enjoy this. Yeah. And I think you're ready for our next segment. Are you ready yeah. for our next <laughs> segment, Marielle? It's called oh, Lights yes. On and Lights Off. <laughs> So, yes. Maria, lights on or lights off? Lights off. Lights what? Lights off. Oh, lights off. Yes. Why? <laughs> okay, to answer that question, I'm very insecure about my body, so lights mm-hmm. off it is. Oh, actually, that's not that's not the question I was going to ask. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> no. I was. I think I'm on overshare as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think you you missed my cue, chart. Chart lang. Yeah. Um, the question actually, since you picked lights off, it would be I guess um since we're talking about online dating, like who is Marielle when the lights are off? For example, in online dating apps, you show a bit of yourself there, but. For example, when people get to know you more, who would Marielle be when the lights are off? Like when you're by yourself or when people get to know you more after meeting them in online dating apps? Well, um, I think um, I think you all know me as someone that's so bubbly and energetic and um, like a social butterfly. And that is what I, I would perceive to the people I meet as well. But I think when I when like I'm by myself and when I'm alone, um, I think the people would be surprised at how I like my personal space and how I like to keep quiet when I'm deep in deeper than my thoughts. Um, and like contrary to what they're to what they're thinking, I'm not actually as uh, an open book. I'm actually even though I'm very very outgoing and talkative uh, I actually like to keep things by myself and do not really overshare the things that happens in my life so that's me in a nutshell uh, that's me when you know that's you when the lights are off 
Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that's, um, I guess that there should be a part of ourselves that's reserved, that's not really accessible to people, especially to people who's on, on in online dating apps, who's basically just strangers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we should like have some reserve for ourselves, not really give everything away, and like only the people deserving of us should get to meet that person inside. Yes, right? <laughs> that's actually correct. Yes. Yeah. I know that now. <laughs> Thank you, Marielle. Now you know. <laughs> now I know. But it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Not too late. Yeah. So thank you again, Muriel, for sharing that. I guess for this segment, we will talk about more on tips for other people to help them. Because, you know, we are online dating gurus here talking mm. about our expertise. You can look at our credentials in the description of this episode. <laughs> Just oh, my God. Yeah, but uh, this is unwarranted advice. Follow at your own risk. <laughs> Follow at your own risk. <laughs> I personally haven't had a relationship at all at from dating apps as well. None from that. How about you, Mariel? From dating apps, did you no. think about anything from that? No, even though my intentions are to really have a relationship through dating apps, I never had a relationship from there. Yeah. Unfortunately, so, fortunately. <laughs> yeah, but we will still be giving our advice because this is my podcast. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. These are well-intentioned advice. And of course, you can learn from the lessons that we learned so that you don't have to go through our heartache and stupidity. <laughs> yeah. I also shared already how you should set up your profile. Um, but now let's let's take it step by step. So you have your setup profile, right? You have your setup profile. Now, which people do you think you should swipe right on? Which people do you think you should swipe swipe left on? Well, number one, always don't swipe right to people that are unverified. This especially applies to when you're in Bumble. Um, I know in Bumble you have to like verify yourself. You have to like. Uh, you have to verify yourself to have the that check mark next to your name, right? So number one tip is always don't 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 never swipe right to people who are unverified because you are putting yourself um at risk to catfishing, to poster accounts, and you know to people who ha- have dark intentions that are lurking in the app. We all know a lot of people are there <laughs> are in there. Not with not not the same intentions as we have. So always check the account. Also, second is don't don't swipe right to people who only have one picture. <laughs> don't you know? I I yeah. I actually fell for people who uh for people who only have one picture, which ended up not being theirs. Oh. So yeah, I had one experience with that, and I, I was like, I was asking the guy if. He had IG and whatsoever, and he was adamant about it. He doesn't want to give it to me. And then later, I knew it wasn't his picture. And I was talking to a poster. So, yeah, be careful about that, guys. That's also what I hate. Like, I really have a few pet peeves. I'm a very open person, but I have a few pet peeves, which is one liars. I do not like liars. Mm. Like, if you lie to me even one time, 
no, thank you. Because how can you trust somebody who's lying? Like, for example, you can limit as much information about yourself as you want, but don't lie to me. Don't deceive me to pretend to be somebody you're not. Because how is that fair? Like, that's already disrespect firsthand, right? Yeah. I know. And withholding information is very different from lying. Uh, lying is very different from withholding information. You can actually not tell everything, but, you know, don't lie. That's such a weird thing to do. Yeah, that's such a uh, no, jerk thing to do, which you know? I do not like to be jerked that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it already know? happened. It already <laughs> happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. everyone. <laughs> Let's sweep the kalat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is like online dating, so I think it's fine. <laughs> it's will, acceptable. Yeah, anyway. So I agree. I agree with what you said, especially with those people who post their graduation pictures as their profile. <laughs> <laughs> profile. Oh my god, it's very cringy when I see that. When I see that. Even the UP pictures, the Filipiniana kind. Like it's very cringy. Like, girl, you're in, you're in a, you're in Bumble. Don't post your graduation picture. This is not Instagram. This is not your mother's profile. You know. Yeah, <laughs> we can't say congrats. Why are you posting that? <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on your graduation two years ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but I think I can pass. Acceptable, naman yung mga. Um, graduation picture and then you have another picture pero yung graduation picture lang th- that went through Photoshop professional Photoshop so oh yeah yes <laughs> you can't really trust that even my graduation picture is very Photoshop <laughs> <laughs> me too you know <laughs> alright so let's say we're done with swiping swipe 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 how is your like when you matched with somebody what's your first line yeah first line to keep the conversation going or to say hey what do you say ah diba, uh, like i told you a while ago my description is actually the conversation start the conversation starter so when they reply let's say when they reply tarawin i always tell them when are you free what's your favorite coffee this uh there's also there's also in my description that i'm actually a barista i was a barista when i was using it in 2020 um I was I would actually recommend them drinks that would and that that would really keep them going because not a lot of people know a lot of customizations um in a coffee shop. So when I tell them that you can actually do this, you can actually do that, that really um that really keeps them going. They they actually that actually keeps them on replying. Like how would you do how would you customize a white mocha? How would you make it um a lot less um, sweet, a lot less bitter, like whatsoever, and I would give them tips. And I think, um, I think me being a barista back then was really helpful in keeping the conversation going when I swiped right with a with a person. Yeah, I think I think having like that safe base of like inter- topic of interest to start with is a good conversation starter. Like you will have like a lot of ground to cover to hover mm-hmm. i had another i had another question that i forgot already so for me for, for me right now my conversation starter because i already lost so much of myself from online dating so and <laughs> i lost so much my conversation starter would be hey there that's all 
<laughs> wow. That's all because I don't want to say anything anymore because you know they might as well not even reply. Reply. So, yeah, but when they when they say hey, I would say how was your day, and then if they would reply, then they'll reply. But I really don't put too much effort anymore because I lost everything. I mean, maybe that's one of the consequences of you know being heartbroken in dating apps or being disappointed in dating apps. You tend to like. You know, withdraw yourself from being too out there. Yeah, I totally agree. And another tip that I would um mention that maybe we'll keep this on this podcast and maybe we won't, but let's just discuss it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about sex on mm-hmm. dating apps. The conversation of sex long naman. So I think it's fine. So for example, when you start with sex, it's very easy to get carried away. But yeah, after that, it's weird to talk about something else. Do you get, do you get what I mean? Yes, I get it. When you're talking about sex, it's hard to like talk about something else after that because when you talk about sex, they no longer see you as a person but mostly as an object which is yeah. hard. <clears throat> when you give people what they want already, they feel like they have no use for you anymore. So that's also why you should really be careful and try to stay away from the topics of Sex, especially if you're not really in the mood. But if you're in the mood and you're not really looking for a relationship, and if you're just just want to have fun, and then go ahead. But like, just a warning that if you start talking about sex in that way with somebody you just met, and if that's your only topic, you can't really expect anything more, right? Yes. Um. Actually, we all know that we're all strangers in Bumble and Tinder, and if the conversation started out with insects they they're gonna see you as something that uh something that they could play around with and they wouldn't bother to get to know you who the real you is you know yeah which is sad but like That's i feel like the world. <laughs> yeah people are just doing it to each other so whatever <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad. So where are we again? So how do you, let's say, you've been chatting. How do you feel like somebody you've been chatting that there could be something more that like this person? What are the signs? Like, how do you, how do you know that? Um, we all know that. I, I know that when the person is very interested in you, like, for example, they don't just give you one-liner, one-liner crush, uh, answers. They also they also, you know, ask you questions too. Like, for example, when you ask, kumain ka na ba? They just, when the person answers, oh, or like, yeah, ikaw. Tapos, after that, wala na. It means the person is uninterested. Pero when the person, <laughs> it's very cringy, but when the person replies, um, ano ula mo or whatsoever, you know, um, the typical things that keeps the conversation going. That really is a great sign that his is interested in you. And one more thing that um assures me that the person is interested is when you move from 
from the dating app to another uh, to another platform. Like for example, I tend to always give my Instagram. My Instagram is very public, so I give it to everyone. So when we like we when we transfer from the dating app to Instagram, that's when I know it's kind of a real thing. We're not just playing around. We're, I think that tells me we're exclusively chatting. I do not agree with you. <laughs> I do okay. not I do not agree with you because moving to another app doesn't really guarantee that you're exclusively chatting because he may be chatting with other people on the app as well, still on the app. As well. <laughs> yeah, he's still swiping in the app and I think one of the things that should be guaranteed in Bumble is you're never really exclusively chatting somebody because they're always going to swipe right and they still have people to talk to there. So you're only exclusively chatting somebody if they said or you both agreed upon only talking to each other only. Yeah, so it has to be communicated. Because yeah. for me, we moved to different apps, but then there are instances when we moved there, they just followed me and then they never messaged me anymore. <laughs> Or, you got ghosted again. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, so you're just viewing my stories. That's all. Okay. <laughs> That's, but yeah, it's not really a guarantee that you people are going to keep talking again because even if you move to Messenger, Viber, or like, let's say <laughs> there are a bunch of guys everywhere across all platforms or apps in my phone right now, but None of them are talking to me at the moment, but they're still there. But like, we aren't talking anymore because there is no reason to. There's no reason to, right? So that's kind of one of the bad things about it as well. And I guess for me, which people should not really listen to me because they would, they wouldn't know what I'm saying since I haven't really had a relationship with anyone from the app, but. For me, what I really find attractive is the intellectual conversations. Like, for example, if I learn somebody, if I learn something yeah. from the things that we talk about, and like, and there's always an interest to learn more, talk more. There's always a reason to talk more, and the conversation is very easy because sometimes you try too hard. Sometimes it's just flows naturally so i like people with a great intellect who i can keep talking to and then sometimes a factor that i would also put into consideration is when you meet when you meet face to face right so you meet face to face with a guy um i don't determine when is the right time to meet somebody sometimes i meet somebody i just met um on dating apps sometimes it takes weeks or months but when you meet you would also kind of differentiate or similarize if that's a word <laughs> if the guy that you're talking with is actually the person the real person he is in real life if you get that thing because it's different like for example he's very chatty he's very chatty in the app right he's very chatty in the app but then in person he wouldn't even speak and he would be super awkward um, awkward yeah for my first meetup, I think you shared with your first meetup, right? Yes. I'll share about mine now. So we are really getting into like juicy details here, okay? People, this is very exclusive to the podcast. 
guys, if you want more juicy details, you should really follow. Ayun. Um, so, for my first meetup, I was, like, I'm starting my work. Internship. Internship. First work. I'm from a school in Makati. And he was from USD. So, um, it was my first time. We, I went to USD from Makati. It's super far. Oh my gosh. And for I like intern that time, I wasn't really earning much. But I took a grab there. And I was like super excited because it was my first time, right? First time meeting the guy. And when I went there in USD, what he said was, I was in their campus, what he said was, wait for me, I have to go on an org meeting for two hours. That's what he said. When you were there. When I went there, when I went there, he met up with me. Um, I saw him. I was very excited because it was my first date ever. But then he had me wait for two hours. He actually, what he did was he told me that I could watch him in his org meeting, but it would, it's so weird because why would I let him introduce his friends to me? I don't even know him, right? So it's right. weird. So I was just, I, I said, okay. He, I said, go on your meeting first. And I was just there outside for two hours wandering in USD alone. And I was panicking because why am I in USD? <laughs> I have I nothing to do here. So I was just walking around contemplating what to do. And I just decided to wait because I was there already. You already took a grab. And I was already crying. So might as well just spend my crying there. So yeah, I waited for the guy. Waited for the guy. He was done. We walked around a bit. And then we talked. I really tried to salvage it. I really tried to salvage our date and our conversations because I think I'm the type of person who doesn't want to waste anything. But yeah, he when we when we were talking, he was the type of guy who wouldn't even budge. He was super awkward. If I I can sense that he was like tired. But why would you do that? Like why would you invite me over if you're not even willing to like? Spend the effort to get to know me, right? And why would he even invite you if he knows he has a prior commitment? Yes. And another thing that's that I was turned off about is it we ate somewhere. We ate mm-hmm. somewhere and then I was the only one who was eating. He didn't order anything. He was just looking at me while I was eating. I oh offered, my God. I offered to share something, but offered to share my food. He said, no. No, it's fine. And he was just playing with my phone. And I was just finishing my food because I was really hungry. I was from Makati. <gasps> so, yeah. So awkward and very tragic. Yeah, it was very hard on my part for that experience because I had to go home by myself. Um, he had to go. We didn't really do anything much. We didn't really do anything much. And I guess after that, we didn't really talk anymore. But I think... Yes, you <laughs> From that point, I kind of just realized that it's okay for me to take the lead. Because for like heteros, right? For you guys, mostly the guys who take the lead in the dates. But for me, I just realized that it's okay for me to take the lead. It's okay for me to make sure that the date is going well. So most of the dates that I had after that, after like 
that was very fun. Very fun dates. Even with people I don't talk to anymore, I think that all of the dates were really memorable. And I guess that's also a tip for people who are like meeting somebody who's nervous on meeting somebody they met on online dating apps is try to make an effort to break the ice, break the ice right away. Make sure you're both comfortable around each other. Um, we don't have to really share too much about yourself, but don't be like awkward or shake, try to shake off the awkwardness, no? That's true. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, so that's for first date. So you met each other already, right? So you met each other already. I guess my next question, Marielle, would be since um both of us haven't gotten a relationship yet from dating apps, how would you know if um it's over? How would you know if it's dying? Well, that's actually a very easy, you know, very easy thing to notice. Um, you would know if the conversation or you know the interaction between you two is dying is when he doesn't reply as much as you uh, as much as he would he would when you two first talk uh, when you two first talk you know and um another thing is that you would know if he doesn't like you anymore is when he starts to ghost you in a way that it would take like two to three days because I actually had a I actually I actually had someone to talk to that like doesn't reply to me for days and I would reply to him back within a matter of a few minutes and you know um it just goes to show that he doesn't really bother it too much you know he doesn't like me too much to even bother to reply at the same Day. so that's when you know yeah totally agree with that because also um and i, and I think this is why we're friends <laughs> i'm also like that he would oh. like um take um days to reply and after one second i will be like how are you how <laughs> something Where have like, you been? <laughs> something yeah it's super sad no yeah. pray, pray for us <laughs> Relationship <laughs> yeah somebody who's worth our time anyway yeah i totally agree with what you said if for example the person doesn't really reply in a way that encourages more conversation just drop it already because it's not really worth your effort or time anymore setting expectations or like just really wanting to get to know him more because he's not interested in giving like time for you or like information about himself. So yeah, if he takes too long to reply, it just doesn't mean that he's busy. It means that he's talking to other people or he completely forgot about you, which is sad. It's very sad. Even and if you know what? Yeah. Go ahead. I really don't believe that you're too busy to even reply to a person that you're interested in, you know? Yes. I get that you'll be busy, but not to the point that you're ignoring that person. Yes. And people are always on their phones. Yes. 
people are never mm-hmm. not on their phones. So if you say that, oh yeah, sorry, I reply, I'm just busy. Well, you were on your phones and you posted a story. You even viewed my story, but you didn't even see my message to you. <laughs> yeah, that's super annoying, right? When he when he like sees your he views your story, he views your story, but he hasn't replied to your message in days. Super annoying. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, not really worth your time anymore. Just move on to the next one. Or like, yeah, just go find other people, new people to talk to and go through the same stuff over and over again. <laughs> It's just a cycle. <laughs> Let's go back to our question from earlier. Let's say... Because I think that's it, right? We went from start to finish. Could you describe to me what, how is it like in heterosexual Bumble? Well, um, as I've said a while ago, um, in heterosexual Bumble, the girls usually message first. So they all, they usually, Bumble actually encourages women to message first. Hence the, um, the feature that doesn't let, the that, the men doesn't, you know, get the message you first once you swipe right. So that's it. And as you've said, um, in a <laughs> in a Bumble, you to get to uh, message each other, right? So it's different from us. And I don't think it's much more different other than that feature. Um, we still yeah. go on the, you know? Yeah. But I guess my question is how are straight guys are straight guys decent how would you describe talking to straight guys as a female well there are different different kinds of um straight guys there are guys straight guys that you know just looking for someone to hook up with and they're really they're really the type of person that goes straight to the point and they're actually the people who only has one picture on Bumble. And another one is what I would describe are the very charming ones. They actually take time to get to know you. Um, they take time to actually have a conversation with you. So yeah, that's uh, basically the only two people that I meet on Bumble. Yeah, I guess you're correct. For gay guys, it's more dynamic. It really depends on like Because I think people have different tastes personally. Types. They have different types. Um, there are different kinds of people. There's a lot of gay guys in the Philippines. And you would see all of, most of them in the dating apps. And different types of gay guys that you talk to. There's the, the cute ones. There's the um, nerdy ones. There's the gym buffs over there as well. And there's also the feminine ones, the masculine ones, the closeted ones. So a really a variety of people in there. And it depends on who swipes who. But yeah, the conversation is also the same. I guess there are charming people out there. But there's also like people who are withdrawn and don't really say much about themselves. But yeah, I guess it's... Mostly getting to know each other and like seeing if you both have similarities. Also for gay guys, indifferent from heterosexual 
people is it's easier for gay guys because we are more open to like dating a lot of a lot of people. <laughs> we are more open to dating a lot of people than I guess heterosexual women too because I guess for some they are more into legal and they have marriage in mind. You have a future of building a family together. For gay guys, it's not really like that. You'll get people from different ages who are looking for the same or different things. But then, we're, and also I guess the bad part about this is you're open to meeting a lot of people, but you're not really looking to make those attachments or nobody's really willing to be attached. But it depends. I guess... It's also more important to remember that people are different. Even if they are in Bumble, they're not all trash. <laughs> there are a few good people out there. But yeah, it's just the environment as well. Ayan. So we're down to our final question, Marielle. Are you ready? I am, I am. <laughs> okay, so our final question which uh, would summarize like the whole online dating experience is, do you think you, you can find love on dating apps? Well, that's a very difficult question to answer because um, as you know, I haven't had, I haven't found love in dating apps, but I believe that you can really find someone to love in there. You just have to, you just have to look for it you know you just have to stop being impatient and actually you know going through the cycle over and over again and i saw a lot of people be successful in finding true love in those dating apps so uh, i don't think it's not really impossible to find your someone to love as they say in tinder and bumble you know Yeah, I totally agree. And I guess what I would like to share, since I think I mentioned earlier that during 2021, during my conquests for love on 2021 at the beginning of the year, what I also um, realized at that point is that if you're looking for a relationship, it's really, you have to really go through a lot of rejection. So that's part of it. So you go through a lot of people and most of them would be would be failures or rejections or disappointments. So if you're looking for a relationship in online dating apps, make sure to prepare for that and that mostly luck plays into it more than effort. It's really luck. But yeah, I would not encourage people to find love in dating apps, especially in our age group. So for different age groups, maybe, but then for our age groups, which is like 18 years older, um, 20-ish years old, yeah, young adults wouldn't really um, encourage dating apps if you're looking for relationships because I don't think that you can really set any expectations in dating apps, like whatsoever, no expectations. You can... We're, like Marielle, do you think that you recommend dating apps, or do you are you against it? No, not actually against dating apps. Actually, I really encourage people, you know, to create dating apps. You know, just to see what's in it, and yeah. they might get lucky. You know. Yeah, like um, we're not discouraging you at all with trying dating apps. You should try it. Like, see for yourself. Yeah. 
have your own journey. Just be prepared to just be prepared because you know it's a risk. I guess love is a risk. Everything is a risk, but it's worth it. Like you can also learn a lot about yourself through other people in there. Our last segment and also our last segment would be safe words. What's your safe word, Mariel? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll explain it first. So okay. this is like words that you would like to leave our listeners with, especially during dating apps. What is like one quote or like mantra that you want them to get out of this episode? Well, um, the only thing that I would like to leave everyone who is um, in here is um, love will uh, stop looking for love but because love will definitely find you in this chaotic world. So I know that even though we're setting, our, setting up uh, in, our, in dating apps, we should always let love come to us because sooner or later we won't the, the right person will always come knocking at our doors so that's for me so i really like that maria and i really agree because i don't think that you should go looking for love it will come to you but of course just enjoy being single as much as you can being single doesn't mean that you're lonely you can go out on dates you can try dating apps and if you find somebody if you're lucky enough to find somebody and then good for you, sana all. <laughs> Ayun. So thank you so much, Marielle, um, for joining us in this episode of The Big Opening. We really are happy to have you. We learned a lot. I learned a lot from you. I hope that you also learned a lot from the experience. Of course, we'll meet Chiku soon. And where do you, where can we find you in social media? Well, you can actually find me on Instagram. As I told you, my Instagram is very public. It's, um, I actually changed the user, but it's at underscore M-R-L-L-E. Just remove the vowels from Marielle. So, um, yeah, you can follow me there. So maybe I'll post some more galas. <laughs> Just- <laughs> yeah. So you guys can also check out some of the um, posts that Marielle has written for my blog so you can search for Marielle Micaela in my blog and read all of her wonderful posts about music, coffee, and also life there. And of course, follow Marielle Micaela in her Instagram at M-R-L-L underscore M-R-L-L-E Yeah. So make sure to go follow her. Thank you again, Marielle. And of course, you're always welcome to come and join us again and We'll spill all of the tea on another topic or the same topic. There's lots to discuss. Thank you, Marielle. And see you next time. Bye. I hope you guys like this episode of The Big Opening with Christian Foremost. If you want more personal stories of growth, life advice, and perspectives on mental health, you can go ahead and check out the blog Christian Foremost, your gay best friend, at christianformost.com. We post new entries every week. You can also check us out in social media, in Facebook and Instagram at Christian Foremost. See you guys in the next episode. Okay, bye!